0: Welcome back to The Well. This is The Well Podcast and I am your host Kenny Walker and this is the second episode. And this one I can be a little bit louder, you know, it's not that late at night or early in the morning. But in today's episode, it's going to be a good one, you know. I just feel like it's going to be a good one because I have a good thing to talk about. I have a good little topic that the Lord has put on my heart to speak about. You know, I just posted the first episode. Um, y'all know in the beginning I could have done a little bit better. You know, I could have, like, uh, but it was kind of, like I said, it was late. I didn't want to be too loud. But this one's going to be a little bit more louder, more, a little bit more energetic, you know. But I just wanted to, God, I, I want to say uh, that I wanted to get rid of it and do another one. But guys like, no, you're already done. Post it. I was like, all right, posting it. And so, during, I think during the end of it or in the middle of it, you know, I got a little more, uh, focus more a little bit louder I think. Um but just in the beginning it was a little more quiet. Forgive me on that, as the first episode we're gonna improve on. And so doing the doing the second episode I feel like I'm I'm at home for some reason because after doing the first episode and just getting it out the way and posting it, now continuing on with the journey, continuing on with each episode, it 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 seems like it gets easier and more comfortable while while doing it. And so hey I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited to see what the holy spirit is going to bring out what i'm going to say what what is what's going to flow you know because like i said this is a go with the flow podcast It's raw open uh i'm excited and excited to have people on this you know uh it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a lot more fun a lot more cooler Um uh, probably gonna have one on the next one the next episode is gonna be with somebody uh this one probably do these first two the first one's a little bit you know a little bit about uh, what's going on this one is going to be more about how it's gonna gonna kind of showcase how it's gonna uh, a podcast is gonna go in a type of format and in, in, in a way not a format way but like more uh loud enthusiastic uh you know just more more live more raw and so if that makes sense it probably doesn't but um so yeah what i'm gonna be talking about today i was watching the sermon with steve furtick you know uh eating some fruit pebbles and then put on my heart saying, all right, go record again. Because I was trying to record again, but I was like, really didn't know what to talk about. Uh, like I said, I just come and record. And so uh, I really don't know all the full details of what he put on my heart, but we're just going to go through it and dissect it all. Because, uh, because going through my three years with God and moving him uh, with him in life... I've had to go through a lot of difficulties and a lot of storms and a lot of different things that tested my character and tested my faith in God and tested my uh, my patience and having trust and making sure like, okay, is Kenny really for me? He's not against me. Let me see if if I take everything away. If I'm still not giving anything, I'm still not changing the circumstances. Is he still going to believe me? He's still going to love me. He's still going to serve people. He's still going to do everything out of love rather than he don't have all the things he need. And so the... So everyone's uh, watching about, uh, basically the end, it said, ooh, what did it say? It says we forget to rehearse our past victories. And what's, what stood to me is because a lot of the times we can get focused on the future. We can get focused on what God is trying to do us and the vision he gave to us or our goal plans in life, what, why it's not coming through or certain circumstances. We can tend to forget what God has already done for us how far he's already brought us through, how much we're already blessed and loved by him and how much grace and mercy has already had on to our lives, right? Because we can get so focused on the future, get so focused on there instead of being in the now. And while being in the now, you appreciate, God, you got me here. You woke me up today. You've done so many things in my life to get me to this point that whatever it, there in the future, you're going to get me there because it's it's going to be on your timing. And so i'm saying that is because i can also fall into this i can also fall into okay god when is this podcast gonna start when am i gonna get the first episode how it gonna speak how is people gonna feel about it where this and this and that is uh like god like when is it gonna come to pass like you gave me these visions you gave me these these desires in my heart to do for you your will and your kingdom and i just wanted to make it happen and make it actually come to pass you know and but God's given me that vision it's been like beginning of this year uh so about six months or so probably a little more than that a little beginning of uh end of last year and so it's probably like september not october so roughly like six to eight months uh God's given me these visions step by step and just day by day just having faith and trust in Him, waiting for it to come to pass and I had to write it all down Had to have faith Had to keep showing up and doing the little things and just practicing or just doing whatever the Lord is telling me to do to be obedient and so I was doing all those things but in the process of doing those things I can get focused on the future and I can get focused on okay God why is it not coming to pass why am I not doing the things you called me to do why is it not coming to the surface where people can get the blessings out of you and the the glory that you're going to get Lord and instead of me being in the dark and me, me waiting and me just being a season of being uh, in a shadow, right? And so, but God has always called me to be, go out for his people, be an ambassador for people. Go out, get more souls. I'm like, okay, hey God, you called me to do that. Let's do it. That's right. Let's go do it. But yet the chances to come. But now it's finally to come. Finally first posted the first episode. Now it's the second episode. Now it's coming to surface. Now God is coming and showing me this but in the process i could also forgot to look at the past victories that god has gotten me through and, and i just say i never forgot it is i never really rehearsed it right because i will always know where god has brought me i will always know and feel god you've done so much in my life but i can also forget to rehearse it and actually remember what god has did in that moment what god actually did because there was time when I was uh, start, started first following God, I was still going through court cases. I was still going through a lot of things because I crashed a car, DUI, DWI, then didn't have no money for lawyers, going to court cases. But he always kept pushing the court case back every two, three months. And it comes up to like, OK, God, I don't know what to do Court is tomorrow, this and this. Got no money, still had no job. I got fired because went to jail doing this and this and then god i have no money I'm supposed to like what's going on god like that's when i f- first started to follow god and then all this stuff started happening And i'm like god like whew. but god's like god you still know me you still love me i'm still gonna have faith in you and so i'm gonna trust in you so he always pushed it back pushed it back and then had people help help out and actually ended up two three years later still going through the process i think it was uh, it was like this year is whenever I finally got done with it all because it's been like a three-year process with the court and this place called, uh, Crawford County, if you know what it is, bro, here in Arkansas is not, nah, I ain't going to be dissing it like that, but man, anyways, a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff happened. It was like a lot of back and forth stuff and finally coming towards the end of it. Uh, they finally just dismissed everything and got rid of everything and had to pay anything, pay a single dime or anything. But I was still going through the process of going through jail, going through probation, going back and forth, going to court. It was like a tedious process. Uh, doing drug tests, this was one time where I knew I was going to fail the drug test because of alcohol or because of something else. And showed up, and I'm like, Lord, this is not going to work. Like, because they just told me, like, you ain't going on probation if you pass this. If you don't, you're going to be going to jail for two weeks. I'm like, all right, let me just try to do it. Because I've been clean, but they don't tell you what's on those tests. Because they've got me one time on those tests because it was alcohol. And there was testing for, like, weed drugs or any other type of the drug. And ended up coming to a test. I'm at work. Get a call saying you felt a drug test I'm like what are you talking about I did a drug test I haven't smoked I haven't done any drugs what are you talking about and is that alcohol I'm like what what are you talking about you never said you tested for alcohol um what are you talking about and then he's like no you're gonna have a warrant off for your arrest and so I had a warrant off for my arrest but I'm like okay god what do I do with it do I turn myself in or what? and so i ended up not turning myself in I ended up waiting two three months after that to even turn myself in or anything because i'm like i don't i don't know what to do like i'm giving to you and just have faith in you and just you said just keep working because i was working okay food at the time so i was like oh, no i am just keep working and keep working and uh finally ended up going through it all but it was a very rough time it was like because at that time i had just got back on probation so i knew what it is i knew i'm not gonna fail i wasn't smoking or nothing doing any of those things uh, the reason I drank is because we had to go to my uh, it's my brother's party, and we went up to his place, and we just had a few drinks, and then that following Monday, I think it was a day after, cause the that stays in your system even if like your BAC is like it stays. I don't know alcohol long it stays in your system for a while, like two three days, and so didn't even know it, anything, and so. I got back on probation, and got my car, got my truck, got my license back. Going back on it, like, okay, God, we're going back, back on my right feet, back on the right track. Uh, next thing you know, boom, got a phone call. You failed the drug test. What are you talking about? Alcohol? Oh, what? All right, whatever. Then I'm just like, dang, right back to where we started because I had to go back to court. You failed the drug test, you go to jail. Dude, is I was like, dang, I got back to the tippy top finally back just gotta do this for six months it's easy or two months in easy you know just had four months left to go and i'll be done and then boom and so i'd done that and then that was for another year until the beginning of this year and so because what happened is i went to jail did the time came out and then they didn't say nothing else after that. Thought it was done. Had no phone call, nothing else. Then within like four or five, six months later, uh, get pulled over for like a Tell thing. And then they say, Oh, you have a off for your race. I'm like, What are you talking about? He said it's in Crawford County. I was like, what is it for Crawford County? And so they didn't take me in, they were just because they were talking to Tellights. Like, hey, we're not gonna take you in Crawford's gonna do it. But then what had happened was, ended up going to Crawford. Had to turn myself in. Had to do all these things, and was getting a lawyer. That's when God dropped it all because I'd gotten a lawyer again, which is lawyers are expensive. I had to get another one. I've already got two of them. I had to get another one, um, because I was like, why is everyone out? Because I did my time. He didn't say anything else. But supposedly, Dad said that I was supposed to show up for another drug test, another getting back on probation, but no one even said that. Like, he didn't say that in a court hearing or nothing. So, um, prosecuting and everything, both was like, no, I don't think Kenny should do anything. He should, he should be getting off, right? And then, but the judge, when we came to it, he was like, well, the defendant should have known. He should have known. He should have known. He should have a drug test. He should supposed to do this. And so I was like, what? What are they talking about? And then, but at that time, I think this is the only time I've been in the court where it was filled up that big. It was filled up to a lot. There was, like, 10, 15 attorneys, a lot of waiting out the doors, like, a lot of people. And I was, like, one of the first ones to go. And that's surprising because usually I'm, like, one of the last ones to go. And so I was sitting there. I was, like, expecting to enjoy a show because I was like, oh, at least I can watch all this before anything bad happens. And then got caught up. And then I get to see the frustration on his face because he, he was confused himself because he himself didn't know his job. He didn't know what he was doing. And so he just got frustrated and said, all right, whatever, and just got rid of it. But I knew that was God saying, I got you. For I'll prepare for I'll prepare a fair table for you in front of your enemies, right? And so I was just like, thank that's me. Thank you, God. It got away with it and dropped it all, But finally doing good, finally doing great in my life now doing what i'm supposed to be doing and so going through all of those things i can forget to remember to rehearse those things because now even re- rehearsing it and saying it i am more grateful and more blessed to be who i am today because i remember how much i was going through how much i was dealing with as a person and what's going on around me in my environment because that's just that's just a piece of it that's just dealing with a court there are still more things that i deal with outside of the court issue like My living situation, my job situation, my transport situation, whatever else. Like, that's just one piece of what God has done in my life so far. And, but I can forget to rehearse those things in the time of looking towards the future, in the time of having obedience, in the time of trusting, in the time of having faith, and in the time of having a patient season. I could tend to forget what God has already done. And how many victories he's done in my life in the past we're so much looking forward to the for to the future victories that we forget to look at the past victories and sometimes that can not make the future victory as much or as greater or you as you're going to recognize it as much because you don't remember how much God has already done in your life so you'll be even more grateful for the visions, even more grateful for the blessings to come what god is doing in your life when you rehearse what god has done in your past and what he's already done and what he's already doing for you now and what he's doing through you and what he has done through you in the past because not only is those past victories he's got me through those court or fines or paying things but it also he's got to work through me and that is also a victory and a blessing because i've got to help people and pray for people and talk to people and i remember because i'm like god how is this podcast gonna go like how am i gonna talk to them how am i how is this gonna go but he said remember you have already done this i've shown you glimpses i've already shown you past victories you've talked to people so just do it like you've done it before and so rehearsing that and remembering how i talk to people remembering how i communicated and remembering how i just seeing what they what god needed them to hear and the same as this podcast is like god, i don't know i'm supposed to know what they hear and god's like you know what they need to hear right? because when i'm talking to the podcast i'm talking to all you guys and gals right ladies and gentlemen i'm talking to all of you because i know every single one of y'all are going through a storm every single one of y'all are going through different things in your life and it can be so difficult to be focusing on the future if you're focusing on your circumstances and focusing on what's going around you. And you also are not even focused on what God has already done for you. It can be so difficult to look and have faith and have hope, and that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. The enemy doesn't want you to have hope and faith for what God is going to do for you in the future because you're not reminiscing what God has already done for you, and you're not being grateful for what he's doing through you and what you're doing right now. Because if you're listening to this right now, then you know God still has something for you. You know you have something to be grateful for. You know you're grateful to to be saying, God, you got me here. I'm still breathing. I'm still walking. I'm still able to worship you, pray, love you, love others, serve others, Lord. I'm just grateful to be your child and to be your loved one. Thank you for everything you've done in my past to get me here, God. I'm so excited and I can't wait for the future that you have for me. Right? In Jeremiah 29, it says, for the, Lord, for the for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So he's going to give you a f- prosperous future. He's going to give you hope and faith for a future. But when you're doing that, also remember what God has already done for you so you can appreciate what God's going to do for you because you are what he's already did for you right also you cannot look at your circum, your circ- uh, excuse me your current circumstances to dictate your future circumstances and what i mean by that is you can't say oh well i've done it before i tried i showed up i posted a video i talked to people i prayed for people it didn't work out it's going to be same in the future it's not going to change so let me just give up right or let me just not have hope and faith that it's gonna change. That each episode's gonna keep showing up the same way, or it's gonna keep failing. Or when I come to practice, it's gonna keep failing. I'm not gonna win. If I, just, if you keep having that same attitude with your current circumstance and you dictate that based on your future circumstances that it's gonna be the same way, it's gonna be the same way because that's how that's how that's what the enemy wants. But you can't allow your cert, your current circumstances to take your future circumstances. You gotta let your future circumstances dictate your current circumstances. And what I mean by that is saying, the Lord's gonna bring me there. The Lord's gonna do these good things for me. The Lord's gonna bring me a relationship. The Lord's gonna bring me a wife, a husband. The Lord's gonna bring me a relationship, a son, daughter. The Lord's gonna bring me this financial prosperity. The Lord's gonna bring me hope, peace, love, joy. The Lord's gonna bring me those things. So in this current circumstance, I can have peace, I can have joy, I can have hope, I can have faith that he is going to do that. So right now I can rejoice in knowing that God will do that because he is who he is and He say who he is and he doesn't change, right? He's already in my future, so if he's in my future and telling me it's going to happen, then it's going to happen, right? So you can rejoice in knowing that, knowing who your father is, knowing who the shepherd you serve is, right? Also, as well, you can also rejoice in knowing what God has already done for you, so you can even... Be more grateful. You can rejoice even more. Knowing, man, God's brought me this far. God's doing this for me, and he's going to bring me there. This is the ride I want to be on. This is the the ride I want to be on because the ride you're being on is being having joy, having peace, having love, having knowing the security, knowing that God is for me, not against me. So I'm going to be able to rejoice in the future so I can rejoice right now because I'm going to be rejoicing in the future so I can rejoice right now and change my current circumstances, even if I can't change it, I can still have rejoice in knowing that God is with me and for me, right? Because everyone goes through different storms. Everyone's going through something different. And even if it's good or bad, we all have a storm that we're going through. But we cannot focus on the storm. We can't focus on our current circumstances. We can't focus on our feelings and our emotions because those do not dictate what God has said over our lives, what God has said for your life, what God has created you to do. God has created you to do so many things in life, and you may not even know it. But God says, I know you and I love you. I formed you in the room. I know how many hairs is on your head. Just come to me and and just have faith in me and trust in me that I'll show you your future. That I'll show you what you're supposed to do in life. Right? Because God knows you and he wants you to know him on an even deeper level where you can go through any storm, go through any circumstance, and you can still say, God, you're for me and not against me. I love you and I trust in you and I have faith in you no matter what I go through. You're still for me and you're still with me and I'll have a trust and faith that whatever you say for me is going to come to pass. I trust on your timing because your timing is always perfect. You're never too late, you're never too early, Lord. So whatever I got to go through, I'm going to go through it because I'm going through it with you and not by myself, but with you, Lord. You give me the strength, you give me the courage, you give me the patience, you give me the joy, you give me the peace, you give me the love. You give me self-control. You give me the strength to be able to do these things, God, because you are in me and you are for me. And so, Lord, I'm being obedient. And I'm obeying your will and I'm coming to you, Lord. I'm going to do whatever you say and I'm going to have faith in you in whatever circumstance I go through. Because if any circumstance I go through, I know it's just a lesson or, or not even a lesson, but you're just testing my faith. And you're testing my character, and you're building my character, and you're teaching me, and you're helping me to love other people. Or you're making me wait, or you're making me serve, or you're making me do this or that. I know it's building me who you it's building me up to be who you created me to be. And so I will go through any circumstance or any situation in my life, good or bad, with knowing that I'm serving it, it for you, and I'm serving for you, and I'm loving you, God, through it all. Because I am loved by you. And I am made and fearfully, wonderfully made by you, Lord. So going through any circumstance or any situation in life can be difficult or can be easy. Whatever season you're in, still remember what God has done for you and what God will do for you and what God is doing through you right now and what God is trying to teach you right now and what God is trying to make you into a better person Because every day we're supposed to get better. It's all about progression, not perfection. We always can learn and we can always be deeper with God. We can always learn to be more patient. We can always learn to be more grateful, to be more loving, to be more sound minded, to be more peace minded, to have more faith, to have more trust, to forgive more. We can always be learning to do something better the Lord always is teaching you and always wants to speak to you and always whispering to you and always wants you to look at him and listen to him and change who you are. Because if you change who you are, you'll be able to change things around you because you will have the impact and the authority of God with you and the anointing of God. Because I cannot change the world around me if I have never changed myself with God. God would have never allowed me to be on this podcast and speak to you guys and to give you advice and to to be this type of influencer to you guys if I've never changed myself if I was the same person I am three years three years ago I would have never had the vision or the the anointing to be on this podcast to speak to y'all I would have never but since I've changed myself since I changed who I am since I changed the person and into a man of God that God created me to be God has anointed my voice to speak for his kingdom God has anointed me and this is my calling to do for his people for his kingdom and I'm so grateful and blessed to do it. But in the process of doing it, God has done and taught me so many things in my in the in the years of upcoming to this. This is this is a blessing to be able to speak and not to have to worry about a fine, to have to worry about a warrant, to have to worry about a court case, or to worry about this certain type of job or this or that. And to be able to just speak for His people to, to allow Him to anoint my voice for y'all, that is a blessing in itself. And I know y'all can do the same thing. I will show you your calling. I will show you your visions and your anointed to do those things. So you you are able to do those things with God. That in itself is joyful and just so much peace and so much so much awesomeness. Right? It is it, really cool to serve a God that we serve and just giving Him your worries and giving Him your future and just being joyful and being hap- not happy, but being joyful. Having peace and knowing, hey, God's with me. Whatever whatever I go through, God is with me. And whatever storm I'm going through, God is with me and not for me. I mean, <laughs> God is with me and for me, right? So it doesn't matter if your current victories that you're dealing with look like failures. Or look like losses. Because the enemy wants you to focus on that job that relationship that loss that fear that that doubt that worry that stress that anxiety that depression that anger that ego whatever it is that that's having you separated from god the the enemy wants you to keep focusing on that whatever your storm is it doesn't have to be super big or super small. Whatever is separating you from God and whatever separating you to change, that's your storm. Because you got to go through that with God and not by yourself and the enemy. Because if you're not changing your ego, then if you're not changing your unforgiveness, if you're not changing your anger, or if you're not changing how not to... To have fear or not to have doubt or worry and give it to God. You're always going to be focusing on that storm. You're always going to be focusing on that. And never focusing on who's on your boat, which is Jesus, right? Because you're focusing on that anxiety. You're focusing on them bills. You're focusing on that relationship. You're focusing on that person who makes you mad at work. You're focusing on that person who just makes you feel like you gotta have a certain ego, or present yourself a certain way, or do something that doesn't make you who you really are, and you put a mask on, right? Those are your storms, but you gotta give that to God and say, that isn't who I am. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to focus on that, and I can really just focus on what God is doing through me and doing for me, right? Because if I just focus on God, if I just first seek His kingdom. And his righteousness doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Doesn't matter what's going on or what people are saying or what's going on around me. If I just focus on Jesus, focus on Him, and just have faith and patience, it we're gonna get, it's gonna subside. I'm gonna get through it, and then God's gonna teach me what He needed to teach me. He's gonna bless me the way He needed to bless me. And so focusing on what we need to really be focusing. On Honest Jesus, right? If we're on any on these other things, it's going to separate our direction because we are the people who are in the between of heaven and earth, human beings, right? We get the knowledge and wisdom from heaven and God uses us as his vessels to put heavenly and wisdomly knowledge on earth and make it come to pass. For us to physically. God needs humans to do physical things. On here on earth. God needs man. Right. He needs the help of man. Pardon us. He doesn't need us. But he needs us to. Make things to come pass on earth. As in. The callings. The visions. This podcast. The Well podcast. Is uniquely designed for me. But if I never said, God, let me obey, let me do it, it would never come to pass. And that that dream, that vision that God who have always placed on my life would never have come to pass. And when I die, God's like, why does this vision never came to pass? I was like, but, but he said, because you never knew me, right? God has intricately and designed you for a calling, for a purpose in this life. Just like your thumbprint. You're uniquely and intricately designed. You're not meant to be normal. You're not meant to deal with these problems. You're not created and designed to be average. You're not created and designed to think as a normal person. You're not created and designed to have the world tell you what you need to think. You're not created and designed to allow your children to say who they say they are. And dictate that gender. And dictate that they can do whatever they want to do. They're not designed to do that. You're designed for way more. You're created for way more. But if you don't step into your calling, if you don't step into who that person is and you don't change yourself and your beliefs, then you'll never be able to experience that. And you'll always be living the life you'll be living. That's the way I was living my life, right? Right? I was living my life a certain way because I always thought this is how I was supposed to live. Then I finally end up changing it and saying, no, this isn't a life that I want to live. And I want to switch it up and change it. And then it changed. And that's why I moved. Not moved, but I moved my belief system. And just saying, oh, I know Jesus. Rather than saying, do I knew, knew of Jesus to I know Jesus. Now I know Jesus. I know who he is. I know his character. I know his righteousness. If Jesus came down here in physical form, he wouldn't be no different. He would just be physical. His glory would probably be scaring me for a second. But i am like, yeah, I know who you are because I spend every day with you. If he came down here today, it wouldn't scare me or surprise me. It would be cool. His glory would be cool, awesome. But I'd be like, I already know you because I spend every day with you. Right? And so switching from knowing of Jesus to actually knowing him and if if y'all don't know what what ram y'all are in ask yourselves this question if Jesus came down here today and some regular physical form and he dabs you up and talks to you would you instantly know him just like that just the way he speaks, where he talks to you. Doesn't have to be in his glorious form of Jesus, but you know Jesus so well that he can show up in the physical form body, and you don't recognize just the present the appearance of Jesus, but you talk to him, you interact with him, you know him, you feel like I know this person, I know this person like hundred percent, right? Because like you can say we play a video game, you're online you talking to someone. You never know their face. You meet up in person, but you know that person. Same way. If Jesus came down and did that, and you you couldn't recognize, then that's the difference between knowing him and knowing of him. Because if Jesus came down, and you didn't. You just knew of him, and he doesn't look at it a certain way. He doesn't appear at it a certain way. Then you don't really know Jesus, All right? Why do you think so many people rejected Jesus when he came down in physical form and said, "This isn't God"? This isn't who he is, but the people who who knew Jesus knew him because they knew him, what he actually is. He is love, what God meant, what his word meant, who he is, right? And so truly knowing, knowing Jesus is knowing him, knowing him intimately, knowing him, not knowing all the things that he did and his biography, you know? But knowing his character, what he what he wants, what he loves, what he hates, right? And how to love other people by that. Because we're supposed to be, we're creating the images of Jesus, right? Create the image of God, right? That means we're created to be servants of the Lord. We're created to have the Lord. We're created to... Have the Holy Spirit, guide us. We're created to do our callings. We're created to serve the kingdom. We're created to do all these beautiful things for the Lord. But if we don't step into it, if we don't actually come do the calling, then we'll never be able to fulfill that calling, fulfill the visions and dreams that the Lord has placed upon our heads and upon our lives, right? Even if you are doing your visions and your dreams and your calling or even if you're not and you want to the main and big thing is what I'm trying to say and get past this episode is rehearse your past victories remember what God has already done for you be thankful be grateful because if you do then your current circumstance and anything going on around you will not hinder your faith or hope for what's going to come to pass. Because you're believing and you're remembering what God has already done for your life, the testimony of what he's already done for you. He's changed you into this beautiful person that you never thought you would be. That in itself is enough to rejoice and have joy in the moment and not let your your current circumstances and your storm, what's going around you, dictate that you can't be joyful or that you can't have peace or that you can't rejoice in God's presence or in his love. But if you, just li- if you listen to the storm, if you focus on that, then you're not going to have peace. You're not going to have faith. You're going to have doubt. You're going to have worry. You're going to have stress, anxiety. You're going to have all those different things because that's what the enemy wants you to have. You're not created and designed to have those things. You're created and designed to have joy, peace, love, self-control, kindness, all those things. But people don't know that and people don't have other people to tell them that or help them guide them to experience that or say, oh, yeah, this all sounds good, Kenny, but you don't know what I'm going through or you don't know how bad my life is or I can't do what you're saying to me to do. No, you can. 100% you can. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter how big the storm is. Nothing's bigger than God. Nothing's bigger than God's power. God's going to do what God's going to do, regardless of your storm, regardless of what's going on in the earth his will and his plans are going to come to pass because he said so and he said so for your life too they're going to come to pass your storm does not dictate god's word it does not nor does other people and what they say about you so the only person that's going to stop you from doing what god's called you to do is you The enemy can't even stop you. The enemy, all the enemy can do is make you distracted. But what's really stopping you is not the enemy. You're you're giving the enemy power by locking yourself in a jail. Here's an analogy. Everyone puts themselves in a jail cell and lock it. But the jail cell is always open. All you got to do is open it up. But the enemy is telling you, you got to stay in the jail. You got to stay depressed. You got to stay in fear. You got to stay anxiety. You got to stay having depression because that's who you are. you created that way. God's like, bro, you're not created that way. You're created to have love, joy, and peace and all these other things. If you just come out and come talk to me, you'll be able to experience it. But you say, no, it's not possible because it is what I am. I'm born this way. I'm made this way. You're, you're keeping yourself in that jail cell. All you got to do is open the door and walk out. Like the enemy is not even telling you... Like, the enemy is telling you you got to stay in there, but you don't have to stay there. Like, no thing can stop you from God's plan or God's will. Only you can. You're keeping yourself in that jail so. But the door is open. You can just walk out. There's no point for you to be in depression and sadness and fear. There is no point. You put yourself there for some reason. I don't know why. But in order to, to walk in your calling and your visions and to know who God is, that means take control of your life meaning giving it to god meaning okay i'm done being sad and depressed i'm gonna give it to god and give it to god and now you're now you have peace and joy and you don't know what to do so please just rehearse your past victories because that is a decision in itself To choose to have peace and joy. Because we all have peace, we all have the fruits of the spirit. But it is up to us to choose and believe, to activate and act in it and to live in it. Because you're gonna have joy. But if I if I get distracted by my storms, the bills, relationships, then I'm not gonna have joy. I'm gonna have stress, worry. But if I say, nah, all those are given to God, I'm gonna rejoice. Knowing that God loves me and He loves me, then I'm gonna be joyful and i to be happy. And so focus on your past storms. Focus on God's glory and his presence. Focus on being in his presence. Don't focus too much on the storms and what's going on around you because that's how you that's how you you stay in bondage. That's how you stay in that prison still. That's how you stay hooked to the devil. That's how you not even hooked. Really, nothing. That's how you stay strapped to your own beliefs and your own your ways of living. If your life is not doing how you want to do, it, then change something within you. Change your mindset. Change your thinking process. Change who you are to change the things around you. Next thing is always, always, always have faith and hope because without faith and hope. You're not going to be able to get it through it because it takes faith and hope in God and the way we live. Because we don't live by sight, we live by faith. All right? Keep the hope, keep the faith. The only reason and way you can do that is by looking towards the future for your callings. Looking towards the present, being grateful for what God has done for you and what God is doing for you. And looking in the past saying, God, you brought me through all that. Being grateful and rejoicing and having the grace of God, knowing that you love, Knowing that he created you and formed you and nothing can stop you from doing God's will for your life. Step into that and that authority. Keep the hope and the faith. Don't give up. The enemy wants you to give up. But you, you and yourself can stand up and say, I'm never giving up because I have a God and I serve a good, good God so keep the faith keep the hope rejoice in your past victories knowing that your future victories are going to be so much greater rejoice in knowing that god is in you and for you and that the storm around you can do nothing for you but distract you because god has you thank you guys and gals for listening to another episode some episodes will probably be longer, but since by myself, it is speaking a lot. My throat is kind of hurting a lot. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. It's a little more enthusiastic than the last episode. So I don't know if you heard me, but it's more enthusiastic than the last episode. But hopefully I enjoy today's. Really, just It's really just focused on being grateful in the present moment. Being grateful for what God has done for you and what God is going to do for you. It's, really, it's, it's a it's another lesson in having hope and faith how you have hope and faith is be grateful for what god has done for you and what god will do for you right so i hope you you guys get the message hopefully it's in your soul and your spirit i love you guys y'all be safe peace